everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Hop Culture. Thank you guys for tuning in today. This is episode 137, and today we're going to be talking about hosting, how to make it easier on ourselves, what stresses us out about it, and why we think it's important to do it anyway. Yeah, with the holidays upon us, it's that time of year when we're more likely to be traveling and spending time in other people's homes, which I'm actually doing right now, or having people over to ours. Or maybe we wish we could gather people more easily, but feel nervous about it. I'm super excited for this episode because we got a lot of interaction on our Instagram account when we talked about it. I think it's something we all feel insecure about. Have you guys had any hosting disasters? I've only had one that I would really classify as a disaster. And that was when Tess and Luke were supposed to be staying at my house and Luke had that severe allergic reaction. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? I, I do remember that. That. <laughs> um, that was very stressful. That is the that only time it's ent- really been like We still terrible. don't really know. Like, I think it was just the dust mites because Grace had been doing construction or like not construction, but re- a lot of remodeling. Yeah. It was like right after I moved into this house and it had been so old and old carpets and we had just ripped out all the carpets and so hopefully something it was just like that kicked up something you know, that some still airborne like some asbestos or dust yeah. or something <laughs> yeah he's so. he's gone <laughs> to your house since then and he's been fine but it was it was pretty bad i i was like i don't know if i told this story already on the podcast but i felt i felt bad because he was like we were settling into bed and he was like i think i'm allergic to something in this house and i was like oh you'll probably you'll probably like get used to it (laughs) and he was like yeah and then he was trying not to be dramatic but then he was like i'm i'm really having a bad reaction and i was like well let's just let's just see what happens tonight and he was like I can feel my throat like kind of closing. <laughs> like, I felt so bad. I, I can't breathe. Well, I think it was I'm like midnight, struggling. and mom's like, Can Tessa and Luke come over there? He's having an allergic reaction. It was, it was like so sad. And he's trying to be like so polite and like a good sport and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's like not wanting to disturb. Uh, I forgot about that. Mine, I've had two that come to mind. One was when we had house guests and we'd had, uh, like, as they were driving to our house, we had this big windstorm in our area and a giant tree fell over in our neighborhood and took out a bunch of power lines, like, right across the street from us. And so our power was totally out. And so I had to call and be like, hey, so you guys are still welcome to come, but we don't have any electricity. And Dave was out of town. So it was just me, which is already like a little stressful hosting, you know, alone, trying to get everything ready. And it was family coming. So it wasn't like I wasn't super stressed out about it because it was like a pretty low key visit. But 
They were very good sports, but it didn't come back on for over 24 hours. So the whole night they were there and the next morning there was no electricity and it was April. So it was like quite cold and it was just, they were such good sports, but it was like one of those where I was like, I'm really glad this is people that are like having a good attitude about this because this could be, (laughs) there was nothing I could do about it, but it was just like... We could like it's, hardly yeah, open the stressful. fridge even. We like ordered pizza. It was just like a very stressful – yeah. It wasn't – I don't want to make it sound like they were stressing me out. It was just not good circumstances to like be hosting someone. And then the second one I have talked about on a very old episode. But when we first moved here, I was trying to, you know, get to know some other girls. And um, I just sent out kind of an open invitation – um, on our church email group, like, hey, at this time, like, feel free to bring your kids. I'll make some food. If you want to bring like a salad or something to share, come over for lunch and the moms can hang out and eat and the kids can play. And one person came. <laughs> and I love that person so much. And I'm so grateful she came. And we had a great time chatting, but it did like scar me a bit just because mm-hmm. I felt dumb that only one person came. It's worse than even just nobody. Exactly. So (laughs) one person seeing your seeing that. Yeah. And I understand (laughs) I don't harbor any ill will, but it was just like, oh man, that it was like doesn't feel great when you're new somewhere and nobody shows up when you invite people. So those are two that come to mind for me. Well one time we were hosting someone um they were like staying with us and I had washed some sheets right before they came and they were in the dryer and I I like they got there and it was pretty late at night and I went down to get the sheets out of the dryer and someone who shall remain nameless had dried <laughs> the sheets with Louis's dog bed. <gasps> Which, like, I had intentionally obviously not washed the sheets with the dog bed. <laughs> so I was like there were dog hairs all over the sheets and they were like <laughs> the only sheets we had the only like guest sheets we had and i just was in a panic because that's pretty bad that's so no stressful that oh, bedding so embarrassing. <laughs> i had to just get like blankets and be like i'm so sorry <laughs> that was like, smart i don't know if i would have thought of down. blankets yeah that it's is smart. not a comfortable <laughs> situation staying with I don't know I just remember like staying with people and thinking you know it's perfectly comfy they have no lack of sheets they have like an actual guest bed and a guest room and then like people come to stay with us and it was like they have to stay in like the baby's room on an air mattress and there's no room uh-huh. in there. And I already was like feeling self-conscious about it and then the sheet situation sheets put me over the edge. are for some reason always like a trigger for me too like i always <laughs> i always feel like we don't have enough like sets mm-hmm, of sheets mm-hmm. so we're like being so yeah like if if there's a problem with like the washing or anything it's like no i don't have wiggle room here this is like the one extra pair of sheets i have available <laughs> yeah and i feel like they're like not good or there's like a tear like i'm always like embarrassed of them and I feel like same with the bedding. I'm always like, oh, do we have enough blankets? Do we have enough pillows? I'm like, I just want to get to the point where 
we just have plenty of extra bedding and plenty mm-hmm. of extra sheets. And yeah, I don't have to be washing them like as they're arriving. I can just like have some in the closet, like ready to go. And I mean, uh-huh. Costco has some that are like $12. I'm like, why don't I just mm-hmm. buy? I have it in my mind. They're really expensive. I'm like, I should just They don't buy. have to be durable for guest sheets. Exactly. They don't That's have to be true. your nicest set. Yeah, they set. have to be any, any plain set of sheets will do. I also uh, wish, I know it's the polite thing to do, and I do it too, like strip your bed so that it's easier to wash the, the sheets. But I'm always like, don't, don't take the pillowcases off. Because exactly. You don't want to see the pillows. <laughs> the pillows they're not, they're not, they're in, good not shape. in great shape. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, so that I is so don't. true. Uh, or like if they're like oh, trying to the clean the bathroom off. or something, I'm like, no, no, no. Don't look too closely. Like, please. Please, <laughs> please leave me to my, my own filth. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I couldn't think of like, I haven't hosted very much in my life so far. So I couldn't think of any like good stories of people staying with me. But lately I've been, as I think I've mentioned, I've been in charge of the food club. And so people come and I always feel like I'm in charge of like hosting, you know, like I'm, I'm the mm-hmm. hostess. I'm supposed to be like pushing the conversation along. And I won't go into details because some of these situations are just too awkward. I I'm can't even say them. So I, I just keep putting my details. foot in my mouth because I'm just rambling. You know, like you just you feel like if there's a lull, mm-hmm. it's your mm-hmm. it's your problem. So you have mm-hmm. to fill it. And so my oh, foot Tess, is I do my that mouth so left much. and right. Oh, it's terrible. I have to like tell myself in situations like that. I will mentally be like, don't talk. Like, just take a deep breath. Like, don't keep talking because I will get so – I will just go and go and go out of, like, feeling uncomfortable when I feel like like it's yeah. my responsibility. Me too. Okay. So we asked a few questions about hosting on our Instagram. And we didn't really specify, like, if we're talking about hosting house guests that are staying with you overnight or if we're talking about just, like – yeah, hosting an event in your home. Um, But we didn't distinguish. So some of these kind of apply to either or. So we're going to go through what your guys' answers were, and then we're going to talk about some of ours as well. So the first question was, what is your biggest challenge or point of stress when hosting guests? So before I read listeners, why don't we all share our biggest hangups when it comes to hosting? Okay, I feel like the hardest thing for me is entertainment. Like, I don't know, are they going to want to just, you know, if I'm having people over for dinner or something, like, do they just want to chat? Are they going to want to play a game? Like, I don't know. I don't know how to read the room. Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, nervous that I'm not, they're not going to have a good time. And if I'm hosting people who are, like, you know, staying for a few days I don't really have my finger on the pulse of like what's fun. And so I'm like, you know, I'm trying to come up with ideas of like stuff we could go to, mm-hmm. like fun things yeah. to see. And yeah, I totally. Just, it's hard. It's stressful. Because you don't know if they even wanted to do something in the first place. Yeah. And then you feel responsible for whatever lame activity you. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah like apologetic. Like, oh, I, as if oh, it's your fault. Do something now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, if you suggest something and like it isn't that great, it it literally feels like you've 
ruined everything and it's personally yeah. your fault. <laughs> yeah. I when I was hosting for Thanksgiving this year, so I had a couple friends come stay with me, a husband and wife, and someone had posted in like a a WhatsApp group that Claire and I are both in, like they had some extra I don't know, vouchers or so, I guess you'd say like for free entry into a turkey trot on Thanksgiving morning. Oh yeah, that looks I was, fun. I was like, well that might be fu- a fun thing <laughs> fun for the three of us to do. If you know the two people, the two friends that were staying with me, <laughs> they're not two people who would be more angry if I announced that Thanksgiving morning we'd be doing a turkey trot. <laughs> and even when I told yeah. them that I like thought about it, they were like why would you ever think that? That like <laughs> they were mad that I even that is dared so to do something mom would do grace. because mom would. That's <laughs> I what did, I turned into. You turned mom. into mom, and I did too. That's how we ended up with the toy soldier. It's like yeah. you get blinded yeah. by. You just think, I have to enter- entertain this group, or else they'll just. And sure enough, we didn't do the turkey trot. They wouldn't leave the house at all. I kept saying, <laughs> "Let's go." Like, should we get out of the house? And they're like, "To do what?" And I was like. I don't know. <laughs> just no, but it is really hard to know what people's expectations are mm-hmm. for a visit. It's very true. It's like some people get super stir crazy and want to go do fun things. But then sometimes, yeah, if you do suggest something and you get there and they don't enjoy it, you're like, oh, I misread that. It seems like they didn't want to do this, you know? So mm-hmm. it can, that is legitimately I feel hard. for mom. Yeah, I do yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wholeheartedly I feel like I mm-hmm. am living mom's life as a host so yeah. many times. I remember seeing things that would like <laughs> stress her out as a kid and being like, why is she stressed out about that? And I'm like, oh, I get it like so deeply now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recently <laughs> this pretty uh, lame discount store opened in Kirksville. It's called Ollie's. I think it's just like an Iowa thing, but it's crept down to Kirksville. And people went nuts in Kirksville because there's not a lot going on. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> the first thing I thought was like, oh, man, I wish that this w- had opened before Claire and Grace came because <laughs> that would have been an entertainment. To. <laughs> I'm, it's, it is, it's just like a, a store full of like discounted appliances and <laughs> is it kind of like, like big lots this, we could have checked this out you know i, I would have gone big lots i have no idea <laughs> i know i was like i think this is right up claire's alley even though it's not i went when i went i was pretty disappointed because i thought it was going to be kind of a crazy bin situation but it was mm-hmm. not is even it a close. chain because i feel like we had one of those in michigan it's a chain yeah maybe it's not just an iowa thing maybe it's a midwest thing it has a crazy haired man as the as the yes. logo yeah, that. that's so funny. <laughs> My biggest hang up right now is seating, especially for eating, because uh, I just have two chairs because normally it's just me and Luke and we have a tiny little kitchen. We don't have a dining area, so we just have a table in our kitchen and it's really only enough space for two people. So when people come and I serve, even just like serving dessert or something, it's just... First of all, all our friends have dogs, and so the dogs want our food, and I feel bad that it's not elevated. Not that I don't want their dogs there, just a PSA to my friends listening. But also when we have the the missionaries over, it seems like every single time there's a new embarrassing like 
idea I cook up for like how we can situate the four of us for dinner. And one time we tried doing it outside and there was a thunderstorm that happened right when we ate. So we're <laughs> transporting burgers and salad and in and just sitting on the floor in our living room or like, I don't know. One time we ate on our TV tables with the missionaries. That was embarrassing. There's just, there's just you never guys have TV trays? a good way to serve. We did. I, oh, yeah, jealous. we did at one point. It, yeah, it's pretty nice, but. Um, that's my biggest hang up right now is just, I don't know how to serve food to people without We, at one point when we lived in our, in Utah in our last place, we had a very similar setup to you, Tess, where we had like a kitchen with a little table pushed up against the wall. Yeah. We didn't have a way to like seat people. And I felt the same way. Like I would like put blankets on the ground in the living room and do like picnic style, (laughs) like I remember feeling the same way where I was like, this is like so embarrassing that I don't have a place for people to sit. But the thing was, people still like wanted to come over and like invited themselves over. Like people that I would be like, (laughs) you want to come over? Like, I don't have a place to seat you, you know, and they knew that. (laughs) But like people still came. So I think we like overthink it, honestly, a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I have such fond memories of sitting on Claire's couch and that's true. Mm-hmm. Me too. on your lap. Me yeah, too. exactly. That's a good reminder. Mm-hmm. My biggest stress is one that lots of people um, already commented like in our comments, but it's just figuring out food, especially when people are staying with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like kind of like you were saying, Anne, like I can either come up with things to do or I can come up with food. But trying to, like, orchestrate outings or fun and also be, like, cooking and cleaning up, I'm like, there's not enough. Like, I need eight hands to do that, you know? So (laughs) it just feels kind of like the second you finish one meal, the next meal needs to be, like, started on, you know? So Mm – and also – I think sometimes people want to go out to eat too, but it's hard to read into like, are they offering that we go out because they can see that I'm struggling and like, or that it looks like I I don't have anything prepped or like, do they genuinely, they'd rather go out, you know? So I'm just always, yeah. just the food is, is a lot for sure. And by the way, mm-hmm. I'm giving Clary's disclaimers. I meant to do this at the top <laughs> of the episode. We're talking about like, you know, our hangups with hosting. I'm nervous that anyone who's ever come to my house is going to be like, oh, Claire hates having us over or like she was stressed the whole time. Like, honestly, once people arrive, I'm having a great time. Yeah. And I think anyone everyone can, gets stressed, yeah, everyone gets by, stressed having, by having guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but if we talk about things that like we enjoy that hosts have done and I've been to your house and you didn't happen to do that, it doesn't mean that like that's the only time I've had a good time at someone's house, you know, so – I just need to cover my bases here before we go on. So let's move on to some of the ones you guys shared. These are things that are kind of like a stress or insecurity you have about hosting people. So we talked about uh, what to feed them, three meals a day, accommodating diets and allergies and tastes. Cleaning beforehand was probably the other number one, which 
That's honestly also mine. It's just like yeah. the absolute. Every time I'm always in a frenzy. I'm always mm-hmm. fully sweating, and it's a late night before people. It's come. a late night yeah. before, and the entire day leading up to. And as I'm cleaning, I'm thinking, well, at least after this, like my house will be clean for a while. Maybe I'll even invite someone over, like yeah. this weekend, because the house is clean, and then. 12 hours later, I'm right back where I started. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why does this happen every Yeah, because you don't have the normal amount of time that you would to do mm-hmm. a few chores around the house. So it exactly. just yeah, madness extra fast. Yeah. Um, okay. I thought this one was interesting and a good point and actually very true. Um, this person said the extra clutter around the house, like when people are staying with you. And that's actually mm-hmm. a good point mm-hmm. because uh, it is tricky when you have – especially like a few, maybe like, you know, multiple family members staying. And if you live in a small place and like, there's not really room for like their shoes by the front, like in your shoe closet or like their luggage. And, and it does kind of just feel like there's, it's no one's fault, but there's just like extra stuff. And it kind of, you almost feel like it's your responsibility, but it's not, but you feel like my house we is feel cluttered now. Your house is cluttered and maybe inadequate. Like I didn't provide them. I have no closet. There's nowhere space. for their stuff. Exactly. So they have to just put their stuff on the floor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, if I had you know a nice dresser, they could put stuff in. I feel the same way. I'm like, I need baskets. I need hooks, <laughs> like for people yeah. to hang stuff on. <laughs> like, yeah. If you have guests and you go in their room and there's like, not like I'm going in, but you know what I mean. If you happen to like go in for some reason and there's like a towel like draped over a chair. It's like, oh no, they don't have a hook to put their towel on. Like you feel, you just feel bad. Like my house is not an Airbnb. Um, Okay. My house is not comfy or cute enough. Kind of like Tess was saying, yeah. comfy. I'm always worried that there's yeah, not enough seating or Anytime no coffee someone table. even asks, like if they've been there like a couple days already and then they're like, do you have – a towel I can use or something. And I'm like, <laughs> no. for two days you thought I just didn't? And like, it's so true. Just air <laughs> is there is there another roll of toilet paper somewhere? And it's like, oh, yeah, no. Like, yeah. When Claire and Dave lived with me, they were making me so mad because there were so many like basic necessities that they just assumed I didn't have. What? And then I'd what find out later about? they were like, you didn't think my, tu- my tub could plug and become a tub. So you were like bathing the kids with... <laughs> cups i think <laughs> that might have happened <laughs> and there were just a couple that things like that, that was, like, was weird though. that i was like i wish i wish i had known we were just i mean going on we have an old house too so we're like this is yeah. just what you do you, you just make it work one time one time when i stayed with Anne, i was trying to like not bug her so i was like i'll just find a, an extra towel in the linen closet <laughs> and i couldn't find one but i found this little scrap of rag and i, I used that as a towel but then i Showed her and I was like, was this okay to use as a towel? And she was like, <laughs> so stupid. she goes, oh, that was actually Matt's baby blanket. <gasps> and I felt so <gasps> bad. And then I was like, I'm oh, so no. sorry. And she's like, no, it's just a rag. <laughs> she was like, why would you not just ask me for so a towel? Mean. <laughs> it was just like, a mean towels. prank. Uh, there were towels so in a basket in front of the linen closet. I know. I couldn't find like, a towel, a single towel. I think she had recently done laundry and they were in a laundry That's basket so in funny. front of it and I just missed it. I don't know. I did what I could. <laughs> Anne. That was such a typical Anne. Like, it was so <laughs> mean. I was really scared. <laughs> okay. Someone said when they stay too late. 
that's legitimate. I feel like yeah. that, knowing that how to makes me nervous though. Yeah, I, I mean, I have been. Exactly. It's so hard to time it. I've been the person that stayed too late for sure. Oh, I've definitely been the person that stayed too late. Sometimes Luke and I will like agree if people are coming over, we'll be like, "Oh yeah, we'll invite people over tonight," but we we need to be in bed by like eleven p.m. And I don't know why we ever. Uh, we ever set up that expectation like we have any control over it mm-hmm. whatsoever because only there's no there's no polite way there's no polite no way. there's no polite way well we grace and i have a friend who handles it very well because mm-hmm. she hosts a bachelor viewing party at her house like every week which is a lot i could not do that. It's a big commitment, yeah. It's a big commitment, but she teaches workout classes, and so it's like the perfect – because she'll be like, but I have a hard like 11 o'clock end time because I got to get sleep so I can teach tomorrow, and it's like no one's going to fault her for that. She's got to get her sleep, you know, if she's teaching a workout class. And I feel like she – it's like no one feels, you know, bad, like she doesn't want them there. She's having people Mm -hmm. over every week. Um, always needing to be on, which I think is very relatable. Um, mm-hmm. We'll talk maybe more about that next in our next section. Um, and then worrying that they're having fun, exactly what Anne said. And then the cleanup afterwards. Uh, the cleanup afterwards. I just don't do it. I was yeah, going to say, I don't worry about it. I leave the dishes. Yeah. and my It really ha- is basically returns to what it was before I cleaned That's up. That's exactly what I was going to so, say. No biggie. Yeah. I always tell people when they're like, should we help clean up? I'm like, no, it was a mess before you came. (laughs) So it's fine. I don't intend to clean it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be up late cleaning this. (laughs) I'm I'm going to bed. So, okay. So the next question we asked was what you guys appreciate when you're guests in someone else's home. And I think it proves – I liked these answers because I think it proves that people are not noticing things like – how pristinely clean it is or if you have like a cute house or like really nice food because no one mentioned things like that. So these are some little things that you guys said you appreciate in other people's homes. This one was a good point. It said, when there are plenty of drinks, the house can get warm with a crowd inside and partying makes you thirsty. And I was like, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, and you feel bad being like, oh, could I get some water? You know, so even just having like Mm -hmm. a pitcher with some cups, you know, available. Something to do while the host is finishing prepping food so you don't just have to stand around while they work. So I thought that was a good That was a good point. Like, and we have an awkward layout. Like, our houses, me and Grace's houses, I guess I can only speak for us. We have old houses. It's not an open floor plan. And so it is kind of awkward. It's not like you can just be in the kitchen talking to people while they're like hanging out in the living room. It's like, you, we have little kitchens that are sort of like, it is a little awkward. So even maybe just having like, dishes set out and if they're like can we do anything to help being like oh do you guys mind like setting the table and you can chat while they're doing that i was like oh Mm -hmm. that's a good idea or even just having like i don't know like a little appetizer that they can be snacking on or you know like it is awkward when people are just standing there while you're frantically running around and you're like they're like can i do anything to help and sometimes in the moment it's hard to even think what they could do you know so um that was a good suggestion When hosts ask ahead of time what food you like or what food your kids like, I always do think that's super nice when people do that. And then three different people. This is what I thought was interesting. Back to 
saying like having to be on all the time. Three different people said that when they're a guest, they appreciate when they have a little time to themselves, a little quiet time, a little time to regroup and like a little space. And I think it's interesting because I think the host and the guest both both feel that way, but everyone feels like bad about like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ever not being available <laughs> like when you're at someone else's house or when you're hosting. Yeah. I don't know There's what the a lot solution of, like, is. Like sitting on the couch all together sort of like just <laughs> trying to keep up conversation mm-hmm. for the yeah. eighth hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always like the two times for me are like the later afternoon when everyone's kind of sleepy and like just wants to drink like a Diet Coke and like scroll on their phone for a minute. But Mm -hmm. you feel bad doing that. So it is just like, oh, man, like it's 3.30 and I'm so tired, you know, (laughs) like uh, or right after I put my kids to bed, I always just want to like lay on my bed for like 20 minutes. And one time when Anne was at my house, she texted me and was like, have you faded or something? And I was like, I'm just hiding for a minute. <laughs> we're gone for like an hour and a half. Like, just just <laughs> She's like, I'm going to go put the kids to bed. And then I didn't see her till like 11 p.m. I fade after the bedtime. But yeah, I don't know what the solution is for this one because I feel like both parties feel bad admitting that they need just like a little space. I don't know what the solution mm-hmm. is. Yeah, as the guest, it's really hard to... You don't want to just, like, disappear and, like, be in your room. Mm -hmm. That feels like the rudest thing you could do. But at the same time. I wonder if a good solution – because I will say this. If we have guests and they say, like, okay, we need to go – we're going to go run an errand or, like, we're going to go – like, if they go and kind of, like, do their own thing for a little bit, Mm -hmm. that never hurts my feelings. And it kind of gives me a chance to, like, maybe tidy up, start dinner. Like, it gives me a little breather. I was going to say that, like – the host could even give a, an errand that mm-hmm. would be helpful to them because then the mm-hmm. guest feels like they're helping you mm-hmm. and then the host knows exactly how much time it should take them. So you know how much like downtime you'll have. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think that's And I always want to get out of the house when I'm a guest, even just for a little bit mm-hmm. to be by myself. Totally. In the car. Yeah. So like I would love someone to give me a job. Or even just like saying like, oh, we're going to go walk. We're going to go do a walk. Like if we have people staying with us and they want to go on a walk, I'm like, great. Like I can tell them a good route. <laughs> and Like I think exercise is a good just little breather. So I think just shed yourself of that guilt because I think everyone feels that way. Um, And then having snacks available. I think that's huge. Mm -hmm. Like, I never, Mm -hmm. ever notice if people's houses are clean. I don't need homemade meals. But it is really nice when people just have, like, an abundance of snack options and just tell you what they are. Um, Especially if you have kids and, like, you know they're going to need a snack, you know, between meals. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, so nice. So what are some things you guys – is there anything on this – not on this list? Um, oh, I think snacks available is pretty much what I would say, but more than that is like snacks available and also the host leads by example with the snacking. Mm, like I love that. <laughs> where they're not trying to like cook me lunch and breakfast, but they just tell me where the food is and they've just gotten their own. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. then I, I like feel them. a lot more like mm-hmm. free to just like rummage and eat. And get what I'm going to eat rather than feeling like the times I eat are the times that they've 
given me food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do mm. like when people will point out specifically what the snacks are. Because mm-hmm. sometimes if they're like, oh, like, you know, help yourself to anything you want if you get hungry, then I'm like, uh, well, what if... Yeah, what does that mean? I like- eat some, like... I was going to say almonds. I've never... (laughs) (laughs) And what (laughs) recipe are the almonds going to be crucial that you were going to use for, like, a recipe? You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's just... I just need you to tell me exactly what I can eat. Yeah, a general, like, help yourself is nice, but it's like, I'm not probably, especially in front of them, going to be, like, opening their cupboards and just, like, rummaging through. I... One thing I try to do is I will just, like, open a bag of something and, like like a bag of popcorn or something and like put it in a bowl and just like set it out. Or I'll be like, oh, have you guys tried these pretzels? Like they're super good and I'll just snack on some. So it's like, these are just, I'm taking, I'm having some too. And I'll just like put them out. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. everyone likes when something's just set out (laughs) to eat. Mm -hmm. Like I love that. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate when other people do that. I don't know how else to sum up mine other than, a chill vibe. Ooh. Um, I actually mm-hmm. appreciate when people don't do a lot of the the things that they said stress them out, like cooking elaborate meals, making the house pristinely clean, you know, thinking up like these big activities, even though it's very like sweet and I appreciate it, but I kind of like just like coming in, the house is normal, we're just doing, you know, we're doing whatever you normally do. We're on our phones together. Ooh, I We're love that. When I was when I visited I Tess, it was, that was what we did next to a sister mm-hmm. on our phones, and occasionally, like something will jog my memory, and I'll I'll chat a little bit, and that's mm-hmm. just you'll spill some tea. I, exactly, and I I just like those kinds of visits where it feels like the host is not stressed by my presence, um, mm-hmm. which doesn't just happen with fam- family. I've visited other people who seem like they're not, you know, running around trying to make it, life seem perfect for my visit. So anyway, that's my, I, I appreciate when it seems like they're excited to have me instead of mm-hmm. stressed to have me. Yeah, the worst feeling is when someone is like, they seem really stressed that you're mm-hmm. there. And they're not like, they're not taking it out on you necessarily, but like you still feel like it's all your fault and that you never should have <laughs> exactly. come. <laughs> I yes. it's actually funny you guys said that because Grace and I were just talking about this. And I would say if there's one of my, you know, I was gonna say if there's one downfall and I had to change it to one of my downfalls as a host. <laughs> but I would definitely say one of my downfalls is like a flustered attitude. And Exactly. It's not that I don't want people to come over. I don't want people there. It's like totally the opposite. It's just, I just like put so much pressure on doing everything, you know? And, but you're right. I've totally had times where I've been at someone's house and I've been like, oh, I feel like they're like really stressed out and I feel bad, you know? So I've been trying, I'm really bad at it, but I have actually been trying to cultivate just like, yeah, a vibe of just like, oh, this is great. You know, like, I'm so glad you're mm-hmm. here. Me We're so too, excited to see you. I do that too. And mm-hmm. I I really do think the vibe is like 99% of the experience they have. You know, like <laughs> yeah. they don't need things to be over the top. They just want 
to feel like you're like excited that they're there. But it's really hard. I'm horrible at it. Yeah. Like so bad at it. Um, okay. Me too. Yeah. So the last thing we wanted to talk about and the question we asked on Instagram is ways to make hosting a bit easier on yourself. So here are some of your guys' tips. I thought this one was really good. I aspire to do this someday. It says deep cleaning a week ahead so you just have to tidy right before they arrive. I mean, that's a great idea. I, so smart. I try to do this every time. Me too. I, I always think people. I'm going to do it. I never do. But I start cleaning a week ahead and it just gets me to the point that I – it's clean enough that like two days before I can frantically do the deep cleaning. <laughs> me <laughs> like, too. <laughs> yeah. it, it's like if I didn't start a week ahead, it would be a disaster, but it doesn't – It's going to take the whole – Yeah, it's going to – There's no – there's not going to just be a tidy right, the day of. Well, the, the thing is there's endless things that I could think of that are – like that I need – that need to be different in my mm-hmm, house. Yeah. So it could last weeks if I Well, if I started. I'm the queen. <laughs> Another thing I inherited from mom is being like the week that you have guests there being like, I'm going to sew. The classic one was her Cinco de Mayo <laughs> table runner. That, that's the one we tease her about <laughs> yeah. like forever. Yeah. Right before we had family coming to visit, she's hand sewing this Cinco de Mayo themed table runner. And it was adorable. <laughs> but we're like, of all the things to do, like... But I do it too. Like right before we had house guests in October, I'm like doing target pickup of picture frames, trying to like mm-hmm. get things hung yeah, on the walls. Yeah, I'm always framing things. Yeah, always framing things. <laughs> and it's like, it just, sometimes it's helpful because it's the shove you need to actually like do a, mm-hmm, like a mm-hmm. project, but it is toxic. It's exhausting to be like, this yeah. is the week I will do everything for once in a while. Well, it contributes to the like flustered, stressed mm-hmm. vibe. It's so true. If you've been stressed for a week <laughs> straight before they came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next one is prepping a few meals ahead of time and freezing them if you're going to be really busy while people are there. Um, I've seen sisters-in-law do this and I do think it is – it's a lot of organization – but it, I think it really does, like, make things go smoother when people are there. Ask ahead of time what they like to eat. Definitely helpful. You got to get people that will be honest with you, though, and, like, actually tell you if they don't like something. Well, I do that, but I <laughs> – and this is more for family, I guess. But, like, I don't just ask what they like to eat, but I say, like, what are the foods that I should have on hand for lunch and breakfast mm-hmm. and snacks for you and your family? Because – Otherwise, I won't have groceries, so mm-hmm. you'll need to tell me. <laughs> and then they usually tell me, like, a list of items. I think that's a great way to to phrase it. Not like, oh, mm-hmm. are there things you don't like? Because no one's going to say that. But just be like, tell me what you guys like to eat for breakfast and lunch because I want to yeah, have Yeah, make it a threat. There will be you. no food yeah. in this house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It works on, like, pretty much anyone but, like, maybe, like, parents-in-laws. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one I thought I need. It says, loose itinerary, be flexible if it goes off the rails. Because I do get sad if I've tried to plan something and, like, it doesn't work out. So I definitely think, like, having some plans is good in case people seem to want to do something. But, yeah, you got to be flexible because it's not going to go according to plan. <laughs> um and then these two are related. It's one said prepared foods and one said make one or two things from scratch that like are kind of your showstoppers or things that you feel like you do well and then buy the other things pre-made. And I I do think that mm-hmm. helps a ton. Mm-hmm. Like you guys have been the recipients mm-hmm. of 
Oh yeah, Some it's been great. we love your Costco <laughs> meals. They're amazing. And it just mm-hmm. makes things a lot easier. It makes things so much easier, especially if like you're coming home from like an event or something. Mm-hmm. Like if people are in town for like a baby blessing or a baptism or something and it's like we're going to be coming straight home, everyone's going to be hungry, just get like the Costco sandwiches or something cuz it's going to make things way more relaxed. Um And then I thought this was also great. It says, invite people last minute or spontaneously. Lower expectations and I'm less stressed. I need to be better Mm -hmm. at this. I'm horrible at this. But I do think that's true. If someone – I've had friends be like, hey, would you guys like to come over tonight? And I'm just like, oh, my word, yes. Like, great. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like – It's so flattering. Mm -hmm. And it feels like they trust you to just kind of be like a last minute guest. So Mm – and then it can kind of be like, hey, we're going to make this. You know, if you have like a side to bring, bring it. And it feels like just like a low-key potluck kind of, you know. So I think that's Mm -hmm. great. I need to be better at that. And then I loved this one. It says (laughs) – Oh, it was like – the question was like, what do you do to make hosting easier on yourself? The answer, I don't love hosting, but it gives me anxiety. <laughs> like, I feel like that one is – I mean, we – I don't want to – I'm not sure how you get out of exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know a good way to, to to finish off on a positive note because I think maybe the positive note would be we all feel inadequate, but we all love to be invited. So you just got to mm-hmm. power through. You know, you just got to yeah. do it anyway and like love the end result. Um, I've been talking a lot, but I did have a poem I wanted to share. <laughs> Is this oh. too much? Should I not do this? No, <laughs> do it. Okay. I'm very excited. I saw this on Instagram recently. I've seen a few people sharing um, – poetry from this poet named Donna Ashworth. So maybe you guys, by the time this airs, like, I feel like her stuff's gone kind of viral. Um, She just released a book um, called Wild Hope. And this poem is called Forgotten Gravy. It says, I love imperfectly mismatched rooms, homemade decorations, and trinkets that tell the stories of the past. I treasure impromptu gatherings with food rustled up from nowhere. It's always just enough. I see the beauty and gifts handed over with words of, oh, it's nothing, for that simply means the giver cannot begin to convey how they really feel about you. I value both the quiet moments when the lights twinkle privately and the raucous occasions when laughter fills the room. And I can't get enough of burnt carrots, forgotten gravy, and failed attempts at dessert, because that's where the love lives, in the imperfect, in the messy, in the real. Love lives in the forgotten gravy. Look for it. So just remember this holiday season... Your gatherings don't have to be perfect, and the people in your life will love spending time with you, no matter what it looks like. Very true. So before we jump into our weekly wins, we just wanted to let you know that um, next week's episode is going to be our last one for 2023. Uh, We're going to take a two-week break for Christmas, and we will be back in January. So don't miss it. Um, Okay, let's do our weekly wins. My win is that Gwen had her birthday this last week and she got a little, a little red wagon. It's like a little pushable wagon. Oh, cute. And watching her walk reminds me so much of watching, especially if she has like clothes and shoes on. It reminds me of watching dogs walk, you know, how they kind of like, 
move their legs like out and in and her legs are going out and in and out and in and she's going just at the so fast as fast as she can practically running with this little wagon and then it's also very handy because we can tie a rope around it and pull her in it once she gets tired so anyway it's just brought us a lot of joy this week that's so uh, cute watching her with her little wagon Kids love, so. we have a little cart that we gave Ella for her first birthday, and we still own it 10 years later, and, like, the kids play with it all the time. Like, mm-hmm. they use it as a shopping cart. They use There's it as, a, as like, a wagons. doll. Yeah, they just kids love, like, a little cart. So you'll probably have that toy mm-hmm. forever. Well, I have a series of quick mini winnies. Um, I'll keep them brief. Um, the first one is kind of a collective win. And it's that a few of you tagged us on Instagram that we were your most listened to podcast on your Spotify wrapped for this year. And so we just want to thank those of you that like let us know that that made us feel awesome. And thank you guys so much for listening. It's just very nice. So thank you. And then um, second one was you guys know my love for Tony's Chocolonely chocolate. They have mm-hmm. a dark chocolate candy cane bar for the holiday season. It's amazing. Ooh. So I was able to locate that this week at Whole Foods. And it's not with the other chocolate. It's like on an end cap. So if you're looking for it, oh. you know, you kind of got to search a little bit. But I, did, I didn't I did even like run into it. I thought to myself, I wonder if they do like a Christmas bar. And I Googled it. <gasps> Like, I just know that, like, if they do, it's going to be amazing. So it's delicious. Um, And then I unloaded a few of my worst doom baskets (coughs) this weekend. So that made me feel really good. That is such a good feeling. It is a good feeling. They're not all done, but a few of my, like, most, you know, stubborn offenders I got to the bottom of. Um, And then I happened upon a really awesome library sale this week. And... I didn't get to spend as much time. I had Henry with me and he was just like an absolute devil. So I couldn't spend more than like five minutes in there, which I was really bummed. But the books, the kids books, even like the YA chapter books were only 50 cents. And I feel like that's, I feel like some sales get a little too big for their britches, you know? Mm -hmm. But I was like, that's a very reasonable price. So I was just anything that looked good. I was just grabbing because I was like 50 cents. Sure. So I just, I love a good deal. So that was a lot of fun. I I gave Grace a tour of all of my deals when she came over. Mm-hmm. I was like yeah. dragging her around and then I found this. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. Well, mine is I had been trying to tile a shower and I've never done tiling before. It went pretty bad. It, I mean, it wasn't like... <laughs> It wasn't that bad from far away, but once you got close up, I just, I was like, I I only did a little bit, like a a, a few rows, and I was like, I'm just never, I'm going to hate this. And so I'm almost finished <gasps> smashing it out. Grace! And prepping oh, the wall no! back to try oh, again. Oh my word! Um, <laughs> and I'm feeling really good about I the did, second attempt. I, I have other strategies. That. I'm in shock. It, it's so funny because depending on who I talk to about it, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Or they're like horrified. I'm just heartbroken for you because I know I'm going to have to <laughs> I was really sad. I was really sad about it so for sad. like a, a couple weeks. I was just like, 
Because once you start doing something and you know you're going to not like mm-hmm. the end result, mm-hmm. it's not fun to keep going with the project. Yeah. So I was like, I got to keep doing the tile, but like, I hate it. And then I was like, I'm just going to start over. I'm going to have so much more motivation to do it if I like the finished product. So I'm <laughs> choosing to see it as a win. <laughs> well, oh, no. I mean, good job being a perfectionist. I think, yeah, you'll be you'll be happy with it, but that's a bummer. There's no way you're going to, you know, <laughs> redo a house and not have a few things like that happen. Yeah, exactly. My weekly win is that we are working on a craft table thing, <gasps> like a, mm, a fun desk. Um, and I've always wanted one and now I'm finally going to have one and I'm just very excited to have somewhere that my Sewing machine can live mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of having to get it out, put it back all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I just oh, feel like a, so nice. a real grown-up living my That dreams, is so. seriously the dream. Just like a room. Are you yeah. going to put a lock on the door or something so the girls can't come in? This is the problem. It's a barn door. Mm. Cute, but not secure. It's way too accessible. Yeah. (laughs) Even Dottie can get it. So the thought of them just like pushing it aside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh They just push it right open. Mayhem. (laughs) You'll have to figure out some kind of like latch or something. Yeah. I'm sure one exists. Because like just the thought of having not just the desk, but like one of those like towers with all the little drawers you can just have like your things in mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. not have it in some weird little caddy that you have to like put back in a closet every time or yeah. something. That's my situation. Yeah, it's going to be a big <laughs> headache trying to organize it all because right now all of my craft stuff is just like a jumble in one big box, but it'll be nice once it's That's organized. That's awesome. That's exciting. So nice. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show. And visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.